0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. It was a busy day in Washington, and it's not over yet. The House was set to approve a continuing resolution passed by the Senate last night, but discussions with the White House remain ongoing after House Speaker Paul Ryan said President Trump wouldn't sign the Senate's bill. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more details. Aside from government funding, farm policy had a busy day in its own right on Thursday. For starters, the Department of Agriculture rolled out two long-awaited rules today detailing the labeling of food and waiver authority for federal nutrition programs. The labeling rule was technically termed the Bioengineered Food Disclosure Standard and was required by the 2016 GMO labeling law. Today's action finalizes a May proposal. One of the top items to watch heading into release was the department's treatment of refined ingredients. John Bodie is the president and CEO of the Cornerfiners Association. He says the department took the right approach.
1: The main thing this law does is it accomplishes a uniform approach to labeling requirements as it concerns the use of bioengineered material. And so that is a big accomplishment, and the department did that quickly and in a thoughtful way that is well aligned with the statute. We're
0: pleased. The rule could still face legal challenge from entities looking to force tighter disclosure requirements. For more on that, go to agripulse.com. USDA also released a proposed rule this morning aiming at tightening requirements for states seeking waivers to the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Under current law, states can request waivers to exempt their able-bodied adults without dependents population from a benefit limit of three months within a three-year period. Under USDA's proposed rule, the standard for granting a waiver would jump to 7% unemployment, regional gerrymandering would be barred, and waiver lengths would be limited to one year. The department estimates these changes would save $15 billion over 10 years and reduce the geographic areas that qualify for waivers by about 75 percent. Speaking to reporters in advance of the rule's release, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue said the economic climate suits the administration's action.
1: Available jobs outnumber those seeking employment, and with these economic conditions, it's reasonable to expect That able bodied people who are neither working nor seeking work are now entering or re entering the labor force. Instead, because of a permissive regulation that allows states to grant waivers to wide swaths of their populations, millions of people who could work are continuing to receive SNAP benefits.
0: Similar language was originally written into the House Farm Bill but didn't make it into the final law. Speaking of the Farm Bill, President Trump signed the legislation into law at the White House today.
1: With the passage of the Farm Bill, we are delivering to the farmers and ranchers, who are the heart and soul of America, all sorts of things that they never even thought possible. We are ensuring that American agriculture will always feed our families, nourish our communities, power our
0: commerce, and inspire our nation. With the Farm Bill now signed, attention will shift to implementation. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Lawmakers and ag groups
1: say they'll keep a close eye on the Department of Agriculture as the 2018 Farm Bill implementation process begins. Andrew Walmsley is Congressional Relations Director at the American Farm Bureau Federation. Obviously we expect oversight from the House and Senate Ag Committee. Incoming House Ag Committee Chairman Colin Peterson. We are going to spend a lot of time looking at how they implement this bill. And Mike will be involved in this. So we make sure that they're doing it the way we intend it. And that's a big problem. When I was chairman, the time they got done implementing the bill, I didn't even look like what I intended. National Farmers Union President Roger Johnson anticipates the bill needing a few improvements. I think the safety net is going to prove to be inadequate. PLC needs to be increased because prices are going to be significantly retarded over what they otherwise would have been. Other trade, biofuel, and commodity groups will be paying attention too. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our
0: sponsor.